Okay, let's talk about our guest today, T.J. Heidenreich. Yep, nailed it. Was all right. Yeah. Okay. Well, I feel like you should verify with him more than me. <laughs> <laughs> His name is correct. T.J. is a loan officer at Cross Country Mortgage, and he believes communication is key, and sharing information is as important as listening. So, T.J., tell us. How did you get into loans? Yeah, I got introduced into the industry when I was super young. So my cousin it was a loan officer. Uh, his name is Brock Lassig. And really, from a young age, like people ask you when you're in middle school, what do you want to do when you grow up? And I'm like, well, duh, I want to be an NBA player. Like, Obviously, no you brainer. definitely I look mean, like yeah, exactly. an NBA player. Yeah, exactly. I mean, player. I'm blessed with 6'7", <laughs> height, not. <laughs> hey, but it's a podcast. They don't have to know. Exactly. exactly. <laughs> but no, honestly, you know, I had teachers say, no, really, what do you want to do? I'm like, well, I want to be a loan officer. And they, they look at you like, you want to be a loan officer? Like, because usually, what kid wants to be a loan officer? Even knows what that you're is. in high school, it's like teacher, yeah. NBA player, yeah. firefighter, you know, yeah. it's like the mm-hmm. basic answers. <laughs> yeah. So I, I mean, he was like my idol growing up. I want to be just like him. And then, you know, through high school, I kept, kept, you know, bugging him about it. And then as soon as I graduated high school, started the pre-licensing and I was on my way. Nice. Yeah. So I feel like you look young. Yeah. Is that a deception? No, I mean I'm I'm fairly young. I mean I've been I've been in the industry. I mean I've been in the industry since 2017, 2018, but okay. I'm I'm 23. So okay. yeah. Yeah. You say that like you're old. It makes me laugh. <laughs> I'm 23. I'm like ancient. I'm like at 23, 27, yeah. 29. I had no clue what I wanted to do. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. So that's cool that you're in an industry and you got in young because yeah. all of your experience. Right. You'll be yeah. One of those adds people up. That's doing it for 50 years. I know. Years. I'll be like one of those old codgers. It's like, I've been doing this for 40 years. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm 30 years old. <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> right. Okay. I want to give you a chance to sort of be on your soapbox. Cool. Because what do you wish that more people knew about loans? I wish people weren't so scared to start the process. Uh, you know, we honestly don't care if you're going to buy a house tomorrow or five years from now. Like as soon as you guys, or as a client comes and talks to me, that's the first step into the door. And I don't want to put any pressure on them to buy right then and there. I really just want to be a resource for them and guide them through the process. Uh, people get scared, you know, Oh my gosh, do you have to pull my credit? Uh, how much is that going to affect my credit? Honestly, let's get you in the door and figure out a good game plan. You know, really dot I's cross T's and get you on your way to, to home ownership uh, to start the process. I think that's a huge misconception in our world that once you talk to a loan officer that you need to be ready to buy right then and there. And really, that's just the first step. It's true. And it is dumb, but it is terrifying. Mm-hmm. Even though I already had a house when we were just buying, I was like, ah, I don't want to. I don't want to do that. Like, right. it's, it's dumb. But for some reason, it is a terrifying thing to start working with a, a loan officer. Right. For <laughs> sure. For sure. I mean, that's kind of what, I mean, we don't want to be like your drive through mortgage. Mm-hmm. We want to be like, no, we want to see what your goals are, not only for this house, but retirement age. Like, we want to ask you questions that, and really, when we ask you questions on what your goals are for your retirement age with your, you know, real estate, that's bases a lot on how we structure your loan, whether it be your first loan, your first house or your third house or whatever so yeah well and do you guys think that part of that fear or not wanting to go someone is is because it sort of puts you know you can talk about things all mm-hmm. day but once you go see a professional it's like oh you're acting yes it's mm-hmm. like 
putting it out in the universe mm-hmm. that it will happen mm-hmm. or something like yeah. that. Like you have to, but you feel like yeah. you have to yeah. all of a sudden commit that you're actually uh-huh. going to. And, and I think it's like the fear of denial too. Like oh, yeah. 100%. We, we see like in our society now, we see this so much. Like why do more people text rather than call? They're scared to get on the phone with someone and get denied. Like they're just, it's how our society is now. But honestly, that's what we want to take. We don't take the fear out of it. And another reason why they have the fear is because of the unknown. Like they don't, this is new to them. So we want to make sure we're actually walking, you know, they're going to know every step they're going to go through the process and they're going to be able to check that off the list. Like, okay, now I'm here. This is what's next. As we were talking about the uncertainty a little bit, can you walk us through briefly sort of the, the different steps for each of those? Yeah, for sure. I mean, my big thing is, like I said, I want to be that holistic mortgage planner and I really want to find what's important to them. And Basically, if that's a first-time home buyer, we walk, we dive into the amount of wealth you can create through real estate. I mean, there's some stat that, that the most amount of millionaires were created through real estate. When we get a first-time home buyer in, we really dive into their goals. Do they want to have a huge real estate portfolio? Do they envision themselves, you know, managing properties, or do they envision themselves just, you know, having a primary home and upgrading their home as they go? Uh, and then investors, you know, we're really strategic about liquidity is king in order to gain up more properties and really max out that. I and mean, we've got, you know, a bunch of non-QM loans that they can really, you know, benefit from that. QM so, is that? Qualified mortgage. So it's kind of like, you know, more it's outside of your standard loans that, you know, people may not have heard of, but it's really, it's more strategic in order to maximize what you're trying to do. And I have a question for you mm-hmm. with first time buyers. Are you seeing more people? Cause I've just personally, I'm seeing friends that they're going in on, on their first house with another friend mm-hmm. or having their parents co-sign or even like going on with their brothers. Are mm-hmm. you guys seeing more of that? I mean, I think it's a huge misconception that people think that, you know, you can't afford homes right now. And yeah, it is harder than what it was a couple of years ago just because home prices have gone up. But a lot of the new new first-time home buyers are dual income. They don't have a lot of debt other than maybe sometimes student loans, but oftentimes those student loan payments are pretty cheap. Affordability hasn't really been the issue. It's more so of them qualifying. It's more so what they're comfortable with mortgage payment wise. Um, but yeah, I have seen more of that. And I've seen like people u- utilizing border income. Border income is like, you know, when you've got, you've had roommates in the past uh, and, and they can prove that they've had that income, yeah. uh, they can then use that income to qualify for the mortgage. So like if they've got rental income, they've had rental, you know, roommates paying them and they pay the landlord, that type of stuff. So yeah, I I definitely see a lot more of that. So TJ, tell us a moment that stands out about when you secured a house for your client's home. Uh, Let me see if I can think of one recently. So right now I had a client that was devastated because they wanted to sell their condo. They wanted to move into something bigger and they had talked to their first lender and they're like, well, the rate on our condo was so much lower than what our new house is going to be. Our affordability is going to be close to the same. So I'm like, okay, let's get in. Let's let's look at your numbers. Let's see actually what we can do. Turns out they could afford a little bit more for qualifying, but their budget, they didn't want to spend that. But they had a bunch of equity in this house. So we could we utilize that equity to actually pay off the debts. So their net monthly output was actually going to be, they're going to be saving money monthly after they paid off those debts. So they're able to pay off the debts and then get into the house is actually a little bit more, but every month they were actually saving about 200 bucks a month. And we ran the numbers and basically if they were to put that, uh, that $200 back into their mortgage every month, so the same, the same monthly output will be the same every month of what they're actually spending now, they were gonna be paying their house off in something ridiculous. It was like, it was a 30 year mortgage and they were paying it off in less than 20 years. 
So it was crazy. I mean, that's really when I get, when I'm able to help clients like that, they didn't think something was possible, help them kind of turn that switch on in their brain that, oh yeah, it's, it just looks different than what I thought it was going to be, but this actually is helping me in the long run. Not only a mortgage loan officer, but also a financial advisor. <laughs> not licensed financial advisor, but uh, I mean, that's what makes us a little bit different. We want to think outside the box rather than just, you know, your mortgage. We don't want to be, you know, anyone can go do your, your mortgage online, but we want to make sure we're really thinking outside the box for you. So you recently started co-hosting the I Am Salt Lake podcast, which yes. I listened to a lot. So I already oh, felt like I knew you before I met you. <laughs> um, how did you get into the process of helping with that? And then how do you yeah. feel like it's helped you be a better listener with oh, your clients? Oh my gosh. So I met Chris, who's the, the host of I Am Salt Lake podcast, probably almost a year ago. Uh, he's a real estate agent. So naturally real estate agents and lenders yeah. meet. Uh, and we just kind of hit it off. We started talking about podcasts, how we could help him grow his mm -hmm. podcasts and you know leverage that for his business. And from then on, you know, it was a couple months ago, he's like, hey man, I need a co-host. Will you come co-host it with me? And we did some real estate podcast one-offs in the past. And so, yeah, from there, it just kind of took off and, and how it's, I mean, it's definitely helped my business just being the, that interviewer and really pulling questions out of people and seeing what makes them tick. And I think that's important when we have first time home buyers or any, I guess any home buyer is what's, what makes them tick? Like what, what's important to them? What are their goals? And being able to pull that is super beneficial. Well, and it's interesting because like the both, both of them are really very similar. Mm -hmm. One, you aren't being recorded and it's more of a personal right. conversation, right. but you do need to listen and both mm -hmm. and ask good questions. So. No, exactly. Realtors are always saying how hard it is to get an offer, offer accepted in this market. What are some strategies you have to help get those offers accepted? I mean, this market's brutal just because inventory is so low and there's a lot of demand out there still. It's really cool. We can actually do what we call fast track the clients. And what that means is we're actually sending their loan into underwriting before they're under, even under contract on the house. And I mean, this is getting underwriters eyes on the file. That way they're going through all their income and assets. So what that does is we don't have to send it in again for like for the full process once we go under contract and that enables us to close extremely quick like we can close a loan in like 12 to 14 days all we're going to be waiting on is like title and appraisal so we got to put the pressure on you guys <laughs> <laughs> we strive under yeah exactly we, that's how we survive <laughs> exactly i mean that's and really just gaining that that relationship with the listing agent as soon as you you know realtors are submitting offers we want to be able to call that listing agent too and brag about the borrowers let them know how good they are let them know how quick we can close and then also like you know, shoot them a quick video right after I hop off the phone with them because that stuff matters and other loan officers and other realtors aren't doing that type of stuff. So we want to make sure. Yeah. I didn't even know that out. that was an option to yeah. pre underwrite. Yeah. I don't know what yeah. For called, sure. Yeah. 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 Awesome. No, it's, it makes it, the process a lot more smooth for everybody. That really is because everybody wants a cash buyer because it's fast. Exactly. And you're and able to compete with cash. Yeah. yeah. It's this almost the same turnaround competing. time. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. Nice. Yeah. I like that. I didn't know that was an option. So. Yeah. So TJ, what do you like to do when you are not working? When I'm not working, I love to mountain bike and ski. I mean, I love the outdoors, especially we're spoiled here in Utah, whether we're, we've got instances in the year where you can honestly go ski one day and then drive, you know, three or four hours down to St. George and go ride a mountain bike in both the best conditions. So that's, I mean, brings me joy. I'm not, I'm not thinking about anything else, but the mountains. So yeah. yeah. Nice to shut off. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. For, for sure. Yeah. Very nice. Do yeah. you have a favorite trail that you like to go on? Uh, I love, I mean, pretty much, I love any Red Rocks down in St. Okay. George. And then uh, I love Alta. Okay, so to end, TJ, uh -huh. what are your departing words to our listeners? 
If you guys are scared to get into the into the market, don't be scared. Contact you know any loan officer. I don't care if it's me, but I'd prefer it to be me. But contact anyone and really just run your numbers and see what makes sense for you guys and start your path to homeownership.